And I think that's so important, especially for people who are so on the go, 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 go. And that's how I felt like I had to be in corporate in my corporate days. Deadline, 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 go, 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 like so many hours. And you can be that as an entrepreneur too. But if you're not filling your cup first, how can you be there for your team, for your clients, for your family, for anybody else? So self-care and growth mindset are really what I consider like foundational pieces to making it all work. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. Dr. Clarissa Castillo-Ramsey is an abstract artist, leadership, life coach, author, podcaster, and organizational psychologist with a passion for helping creatives start designing life on their own terms. She empowers individuals to paint their path using her five-step framework. Clarissa describes her coaching and teaching style as the intersection of leadership development, practical woo-woo, and wellness. Her online summits from Employee to Creative Entrepreneur and the Creative Abundant Leadership Summit have helped thousands of aspiring creative entrepreneurs. Her superpowers are being a relentless cheerleader for possibility, giving tough love, and holding space for a bouquet of emotions. She is such a joy to have a conversation with, and if you don't know her yet, you need to get her in your world. Check out all the resources linked in the show notes after the conversation. And please help me in welcoming Clarissa to the show today. Good morning, Clarissa. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I have been looking forward to this conversation because the first time we hopped on a quick call to get to know each other, the conversation was just so lovely. And so I'm so excited to dive a little bit deeper into what you do in your world, in your online business and all that good stuff. Thank you so much, Kim. I'm so thrilled to be here. Oh, so good. Okay. So the first question I ask all of my guests is really just simply, how do you, how do you leverage your voice to better your business and life? And maybe it's looked a little different on your journey. I would love to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah. Thank you so much for the question. And I think for me, just thinking back to everything I've done, I've been pretty transparent with, with things that I enjoy doing, things that light me up. And that has, I think, really, when it when I think about my brand and my business, it all started with me having the courage to publish a book in 2020. So it was really more the written word. And the book was all about um, sharing inspirational stories of women of a certain age doing their thing, living their best life, and really, truly living for them. 
And then fast forward, last year, I launched a podcast after a lot of encouragement and I had to let go of the fear and the doubt. And I, I knew I wanted to share my voice that way as well. So it has, it's been through a couple of different channels. And I also think I really share my voice in the events that I love to do and, and that I love to put on. Yes. Was, did your personality come into any of those things as a hindrance or as a, um, something that you leaned into? Cause I always find that interesting too. And a lot of people are like really feeling and figuring out who they are at different stages in life. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. So for me writing, not that I'm the best author or the best writer, but I was so comfortable doing that, just expressing through the written word. And, um, and growing up, I, I always was a people pleaser. So I always wanted to say the right thing, do the right thing. And in my household as a child, children were, this is the vibe that I got. Children are really meant to be seen, not heard. So that was just a, an old story that I've really had to work through my pretty much my whole life. And so doing the podcast really for me was a stretch goal. And even before I did that, I worked with a voice mentor because I knew that I knew that I had stuff going on with mm -hmm. my voice. I knew that there were there were masks there. And I'll just share a quick story if I can. Yes, yes. So I remember being at work and one of my friends called me. And I was in an open cubicle, you know, configuration, which I hate. I hate cubicles. Oh like, gosh. They, there's research on that, that that's not, they're not productive. It just, no. you know, opens, opens up social roofing. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, my friend calls and I, and I'm like, Oh, hello, Chuck. How are you? <laughs> this total like professional voice. And so that's the type of work that I had to really like work through, let go of, go of so my true voice would come through. I think there's so many people that can relate to that 110%. I even know people in my world that have a different voice um, when they talk to friends that aren't really in their inner circle. You know what yes. I mean? Like they're, and I'm like, what, what, what happened to your voice there? Right. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Is that, is that your professional voice? Because that doesn't sound like you at all. Like, I find that really, really fascinating and very relatable. I too worked in a cubicle for a while and it's like, yeah, there's so many issues that we can get into with that, but it really doesn't allow you to be yourself at all either. Like it just really doesn't in any way. Yeah. And, and and then also thinking, and and I don't know if you can relate to this, Kim, but I also felt like I had to be a certain persona. Yes. Also, when I was mm -hmm. live and I had to have this, I had to be bubbly yes. and I can't be that. I can't be fun and I can't be all those things. But my true nature is more calm and soothing. And so that's kind of has been my journey is really just being comfortable with my voice. And speaking and speaking my truth. Yes. And being okay with being in your voice, leaning into that calm and soothing. I, I think that's very, very much like myself too. I get in these circles as being an online entrepreneur 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, like there is no way I can bring that vibe to the table. Like that, that like on all the time, firing from all cylinders. But what I can bring is that calm and soothing. And I have had clients say, this is what I need. You, you are what yes. I need. That's why I searched you out. That's why we are working together. So that's what I got to lean into. And I'm okay with that. But it's, it's hard because sometimes we see the other side and we're like, how do we show up online as our true authentic selves and be heard if we aren't firing from all cylinders? So I think it's, it's something that I've had to work on too. And I think a lot of other people can relate with because, um, you know, we all have our own voices and we all have a story to share and we all bring our expertise to the table in different ways. So yes, I love that story. I think that's so great. Let's talk a little bit more about, well, I, I have a couple of questions quickly before we move on, like your book. Can we dig into that a little bit? Like how, okay, so writing was just more natural or, cause I, I find that super challenging too. Yes. And so when I was young, I used to, I've always had a diary. Okay. I've always kept a journal. I've always done that my whole life, even even as a child. And I always had this goal to to write and publish a book. And at first I thought, oh, maybe I'll do a children's book. And that kind of just faded away. And then around 2018 is when I discovered podcasts. I'm like, oh, this is a thing. And I started listening to this podcast at the time that was called uh, Don't Keep Your Day Job with Kathy Heller. And I was, she's a creative, she's a musician. And I, I was so her. inspired yes. by her. Yeah. I was so inspired by her, her energy and mm -hmm. her rawness. Cool. And I was like, she was always encouraging everybody to just tap into their creativity. And I was like, you know what? I, it's time to write this book. It's time to write this book. I was going through another pivot. I tend to pivot every so many years. I think it's just you know, we all, we evolve over time. And so I made a goal to write and publish a book. She even talked about it on her show. I was so proud. And really at that time in my life, I was like, girl, you keep telling yourself you want to work for yourself eventually. You want to get on this entrepreneurial path. When is it going to happen? And so I decided to interview women who who made the pivot, who made the change, who decided to live life on their terms. So my book, Painting Your Path, which is also the name of my podcast, is a collection of sto short stories, 22 women. And my, my uh, story is in there as well. And I basically just asked them to share their journey. And really, what, what did it take for you to finally step into living your own life? And pretty much the common theme was I just I just got so sick and tired and sick and tired of living for somebody else that I I I had to do it. I was going crazy. And so so that is how that's the evolution of the book. Uh, I love yes. that. And and you probably just even from that experience of interviewing all of the women for your book were like oh my gosh, like this podcast thing might be that next piece, right? But I think it's also really important to note that it's really important and powerful to be able to just start wherever we are, just start something that you have been putting off for way too long um, and see where it takes you because you have no idea. Like I imagine like you've probably kept in contact with most of those women as well because 
you know, they were very vulnerable probably and raw with their stories. And, and what a great experience to be able to go through that journey with them and create something that outlasts that 10 minute social media post. Because I think that's what we all yes. want is something that's everlasting and long living and inspiring and shares and showcases our voice. So that's, I think that's such a beautiful story. Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about your podcast? So it's still like you started it, was it last summer? How? Yes. Okay. How have you structured that? Is it, yeah. Do you have guests? Do you do solos? Was that a difficult, um, you know, thing for you to kind of venture into after the book was done? Or was it just like, I, you know, I kind of mentioned, was it an easy transition? Then I started doing Instagram live interviews to kind of continue the trend, highlighting different um, women. And, and so that was so much fun. But like you said, it just kind of on, on social media kind of just fades away. And so many people were like, when's the podcast coming out? And I just had to do a lot of the, like I said earlier, I had to do a lot of the inner work because I was just, you know, I think a lot of times we think our own voice is really cringy, despite so much feedback that I've gotten from strangers from any I like so many different people like oh my god I love the sound of your voice but I had to do do all that inner work to even be comfortable to um to to do the podcast blend of solo and interviews and the interviews to me are so easy and fun I also do summits so that is a lot of interviewing so I feel like I've gotten better and better and better at interviewing and um, so for me, where I'm stretching myself is to, to this season, do more solo episodes yes. and really share what's on my mind. Um, yeah. Do you also see yourself like using or have you seen your speaking skills? I think you've already kind of mentioned that you're into because interviewing is um, an art. You know, it it really yes. is. Like, I believe um, when I listen to a podcast, uh, interview style podcast, and I really get into it, it's because uh, the host knows and is engaged in the conversation. They're very aware of leaning into what direction it can go into, um, questions, thoughtful questions to ask. I really feel like it is something that is a muscle that we need to stretch, but speaking in general is as well. So not only have you developed your interview skills, is speaking always going to be part of who you are in your business plan? And, and do you see some goals outside of your podcast now this year um, to, to exercise that muscle? Ooh, and it is so definitely like even this, like having conversations with you, Kim, and doing more podcast guesting, um, speaking speaking on different stages in summits and different membership groups, which I have done. And I really enjoy it. I really love connecting with an audience I'm discovering. Yeah. And I think also just sharing your journey, being real, being like, oh my God, this is kind of, this is nervous and exciting. I'm excited and a little bit, you know, anxious. Mm -hmm. I think that gives the audience just something that they can relate to. And puts them at ease too. Yes. And I think um, speaking, so speaking for sure is uh, I'm going to continue doing that. I'm finding that I'm really enjoying it. Uh, 
That's so good. And I'm I'm so excited that you are putting on the list uh, podcast guesting too. It's a, it's another task, but if you have some support and are able to implement that, I think it's such a great way to really get your voice and, and for people to find you easier, as easy as possible. We want people to find your show and and listen to you and find out more about you. So I think that's amazing that you're doing that. Let's lean into a little bit more about what you do in business. You are a leadership and a life coach. Can you talk a little bit about how or your your five-step framework, I guess, the foundation for mindset and self-care? Let's start with that. How how do you implement that? What is that all about? Take us through that. I and I was thinking about my story and how did how did I accomplish the goals that that I did? How did you know, I, I'm a big believer in manifesting and visioning, visualization. And so when I wrote the book, I took some time to really think about how have I, how have I gotten to where I am today? And I came up with this framework, which I'm happy to share with you and your listeners. And I call it, guess what? The Painting Your Path Framework. And so step one is dreaming. I think as children, we're, it's so easy to use our imagination and then as we get older, we, you know, want to do the right things, live a certain way that society tells us to in dreaming. Well, I'm also a, cr- a creative, so I'm an artist. So I feel like for creatives, it may be a little bit easier. I think um, we tend to look abstract. We tend to look at different ways and how we can piece things together. So step one is all about dreaming, and giving yourself that opportunity to ask yourself, what do, what do, uh, what would be fun? What would be exciting? What do I want to do in the world? And just start with that. Start with dreaming. Don't think about the how, just dream. And then step two is deciding. So once you've spent time thinking about whatever it is that you want to accomplish, decide, decide you're worth it. Decide this dream is worth it and just make the decision. You know what? I'm going all in. This is what I'm doing. I'm heading in the direction. And then step three is making some kind of plan. And I think you don't need, you don't need to, if you, if you, if you want to do something you've never done before, you're not going to know, you're not going to know exactly how to do it. All you need is to know the very next step. So just plan, make a a cursory plan for yourself. And then step four is being brave. That's where the rubber meets the road. That's where you take action. That's where you, okay, so I'm going to try this thing. Maybe it's first you're doing research on something. Then you're sending an email or making a phone call and just taking little steps, step-by-step, executing your plan. And then step five, which I think this also gets missed by a lot of of us, is to take time to reflect. Maybe you do this at the end of the week. Maybe you do this at the end of the month. Whatever you choose. And just... Ask yourself, okay, did I, did I do the action that I said I was going to do? Yes or no. And just make it binary. Either you did it or you did it. And then you ask yourself, okay, what really, what was the result? What really worked? What can I tweak for next time? And then you just keep going. You take a next step. Then you reflect on that, refine it. And so that's, so that's the framework of how I have gotten my, achieved my goals, how I've helped my clients achieve their goals. And I, and at the foundation of that 
is a growth mindset. So I don't know if you've ever read the book Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck or saw her TED Talk. She says, you know, you can either have a fixed mindset about something or a growth mindset. Fixed mindset says something like, well, I could never be an entrepreneur. I, I have to talk. I have to talk to people. I have to sell right. myself. I could mm-hmm. never be that. Oh, I don't. I'm just bad at selling. Mm-hmm. So that's a fixed mindset. Like, I'm just bad at it. You have a fixed quotient for selling, let's say. Right. Growth mindset says, you know what? This is, this is something I've never even tried. Let me, let me just try it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to be the expert, you know, marketer yet. And right. she talks about the power of the word right. yet. But it's just knowing that, you know what? With effort, with time, with the right feedback, you can accomplish anything. So having that growth mindset of, I, and I like to look at life as, okay, this is an experiment. Anytime things are starting to feel heavy, it's like, okay, how can I, how can I weave in fun? How can I weave in curiosity? And so, so that helps me with the growth mindset. And then self-care, I'm a Taurus. I'm a little into astrology. So I'm an earth sign. I'm very into the earth and kind of moving slowly. And I think that's so important, especially for people who are so on the go, 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 go. And that's how I felt like I had to be in corporate in my corporate days. Deadline, 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 go, 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 like so many hours. And you can be that as an entrepreneur too. But if you're not filling your cup first, how can you be there for your team, for your clients, for your family, for anybody else? So self-care and growth mindset are really what I consider like foundational pieces to making it all work. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, private audio feeds. This means you can take the audio from content you've already created and share it with your paying customers. With Hello Audio, you can create private audio feeds in minutes. Check out the show notes for the link or go to helloaudio.fm for more information. Yes, totally. I was... I'm going to go back and ask um, out of the five steps, like the the dreaming, deciding and planning. Oh, my God. Well, all of them. actually. Where do you see people? Where do you see people getting hung up? Because there's a couple of things. I think like for me, I think for the longest time I wasn't I didn't think of myself as a creative because I didn't do the traditional like art. But I can and am actually really creative. But it's taken me a long time to figure that out. But in just different ways. And I've allowed myself to tap into that side. And it is so fun. And it's just really sparked this whole new energy inside of me to continue to grow and lean into that. But I find that really interesting because it really, I think how we were traditionally raised really plays into that. But also, how do we break that mold of traditional corporate into the entrepreneurial space? Because I think that's the other thing is, that that's been a huge hang up for myself as well. You know, I'm not used to being in the forefront. I'm not used to being the face of the business. I'm used to doing all the background stuff to make sure things are, you know, set up and are successful for the people that are in the front. So how do you uh, work with clients to overcome like maybe some past things that are holding us back from how we were traditionally raised 
end or, you know, a lifetime of this is all we've known because this is what corporate, it's very black and white, has showed us and taught us um, to see and to be successful to find a new path in this entrepreneurial world? Yeah, such, oh my gosh, such great questions. And I think, you know, when it comes to the corporate and entrepreneurial space, one thing that I also love to share with my clients is, look, the all of the skills, all the experience, all of the things that you did in corporate that worked for you, like having like having a schedule. You communicated with people. You you Maybe you were a leader. Maybe you were a team member, but recognize that you you do have those transferable skills. You really do. So think about moments that were really successful for you in corporate. Can you think, you know, maybe specific moments? Maybe, you know, maybe you had to present on a certain topic at a meeting. Okay, that should, you had to be in front of people. You had to be visible. So you do have transferable skills that you already have. So recognize that, embrace that. Now, for the things that are stretchy and new and different from you, to me, this is where you get to lean in and get support for that. Mm-hmm. Don't You don't have to go it alone. Working with a mentor, working with a coach is going to benefit you, is going to save you time and money in the long run versus getting in that getting in that loop of, oh my God, I've never done this before. I can't do it. And so I think seeking support is so important. And and maybe if you're like, well, I don't have thousands of dollars to, to put into coaching yet. Maybe you start with an inspiring podcast. Maybe right. you Maybe you join a Facebook group just to start. And no, it's only going to get you so far, but maybe that's that's the encouragement. Maybe that maybe you're going to get some tips that you can implement right away. And then I just highly encourage people to find find somebody that you jibe with. <laughs> and like we were talking about earlier, Kim, you and I are more of the yeah. bringing the calm to the chaos. And boy, yes. do people need that. Yes. And, you know, and we need that support. And so I think that, um, did I answer your question? I think that might be a good way to bridge both. Yes, bridge both. And I also, um, I love that you said, you know, if you can't afford, you know, that mentor that you've been researching and finding out more about and you really want to work with them, but you're just not quite there financially, but there are other ways to be able to get mentorship um, that don't cost a lot. And finding those inspiring podcasts, I think we've all been there, or inspiring books that really, you know, there's, it's not rocket science, it's just gentle nudging us to keep moving forward in a direction that feels right. And I think that's the other thing. It's not just a monetize, like a, a, a number thing. It's also sometimes just feeling safe enough to be able to invest in the right person because I, I've heard that over and over. Yeah. You know, we get into these memberships or into this mentorship and it's like, you know, <laughs> dang, this isn't this doesn't feel right. But now I'm here. So yeah. you have to make the best of it. How, you know, it's just really trying to overcome that do as much research as you can and and talk to people that were in it before you even to get some advice before you invest I think is something that Mm -hmm. I have learned as well yes yes wise advice yeah for sure (laughs) because it is scary right it is scary but but uh, the other piece about mentorship most successful people that I have talked to in my life have leaped forward um 
exponentially leap forward through mentorship because that has been like the piece that has really propelled them forward. And it is inspiring to see because it's, it really does. I mean, if they've, you know, it's, it's even like hiring somebody in our own business, like that first contractor or, you know, first VA or whoever we bring onto our team, we're trusting them. We're, um, you know, we're trying to empower them to do the work so that we can let go. But it's really hard because this, whether it's a podcast or whether it's a book or whether it, it's as big as creating your own business, they, we put a lot of heart, time and energy into these projects and we want them to be as successful as possible. So, you know, trusting someone else to help us through that is, it's tough, but allowing ourselves the ability to experience that can be amazing. Um, oh my gosh. So, yeah. Oh, transformative. So transformative. Like I definitely wouldn't be where I am today without that coaching and mentorship for yeah. sure. Yes. And I mean, we can't be experts in all the things like we can try. Yeah. We can yeah, really good luck. put good effort in. And I think a lot of us do that, you know, especially for the first year. It's kind of like also, um, I really believe in seasons of busyness or whatever, you know, seasons of flow or whatever that word is for you. Because some weeks I spend way too much time in this office space. And that is something that when, you know, going back to your foundation of what's really important to fill your cup so that you can show up and have that energy is really important. So I'm trying to find that where's that happy place of, okay, Kim, somebody needs to tap you out and say it's time to get out because right. this is ridiculous. But I also understand that if we like, if we want to put, yeah, we have to put some of that time in, especially if it's a team of one or two at the moment. But yeah, recognizing and, and um, taking care of ourselves, I think is so important. I don't think a lot of us do enough of that. We're always worried about all the things on our plate and we need to worry about ourselves first otherwise we're not gonna do well at anything so i appreciate that you work with your clients on that foundational piece it's so so important is there anything that i missed in this conversation that you would love to bring up or or chat about before we get into how to find you no this has been so wonderful thank you so much for all that you do and having me on this is this so good where can people find you clarissa People can uh, tune in to my podcast if they would like. Yeah. It's called Painting Your Path. And I also have a free resource for your audience. Oh, so yes. if you're somebody who is wondering, huh, am I on the, am I on a path I really want to be on? Mm-hmm. I go deeper into my framework and give you different guiding questions um, and different prompts that you can that you can start with and hopefully that'll help awesome so good i'll make sure that's all in the show notes and before i let you go i love going over a few um just to kind of round out our show and to get to know you a little bit better so first question is there a book or a podcast that has really inspired you in the last little while that you would love to mention and let people other people know about yeah so one podcast that absolutely love. Well, I already talked about Don't Keep Your Day Job, and she changed that to The Kathy Heller Show. But I also love Mind Your Business with James Wedmore. Mm-hmm. What I, I love his business strategies, but he also loves talking about spirituality and woo, and that's me too. So I yes, love I that one. And as, far as, 
do do you? And then mm-hmm. um, as far as books, and this is an, an an oldie, but I love Big Magic by Liz Gilbert. And I think as a creative, that one just resonated with me so much. So good. So good. Okay. What's the bravest thing you did this past year? This past year. So 2020, I'm going to say my podcast because really, truly that scared the shit out of me. And, and I I was like, I delayed it. So last year I turned 50 and I was like, I'm going to launch my podcast for my 50th yeah. birthday and this is going to be my gift for myself. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, date is getting too close. So I did it at the end of June. So I wasn't too far off. But to me, that was such a stretch because... Yes. Sometimes it, sometimes it's, you know, comfortable interviewing other people because the spotlight is on them. Mm-hmm. Not that this podcast is supposed to be a spotlight on me, but it was really a challenge for me to start to start speaking up and, yes. and sharing. I yeah. find that interesting that you, you know, it was I when I work with clients on launching a podcast, it looks so different for so many people. Um, but I really encourage them to talk as much as possible. And we set a date and we're really working towards it. But honestly, the only way I started this one was to do a soft launch and just quietly hit publish. And a lot of people were like, well, when is it coming out? I'm like, it's actually already out. (laughs) Because if I wouldn't have done that, I would have delayed it again for at least another year. It would have been like, oh, you know, in the spring, I'll look at it or, oh, whatever. But yes, I would say, too, that was one of the bravest things for me as well is just to... um, for me just to allow myself to share my voice, even though it was like such an intimidating place to be, because I'm so used to helping others share theirs. So it's time for us to stand up in our own, be, our, be who we are and be proud of ourselves and accept that. So I'm so glad that you shared that. That's amazing. How do you, you know, being an entrepreneur, I just am finding it such a roller coaster. And so on the days that it's maybe not a high, It maybe it's been a week of just a little kind of in the messy middle and, and frustration. How do, you, how do you shake that off to keep coming back and showing up? Oh, yes. Great question. And boy, does that happen. Boy, does that happen. And that, that mm-hmm. actually happened to me end of last year. And actually, at the very, very beginning of this year, I was kind of like, I'm again, that. in a quandary. Other people. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I have, gosh, Kim, I have so many tools and toolkit so i live in southern california and though it's been raining a little bit but the weather is so nice and crisp and cool mm-hmm. and i have a trail right by my house so i get so outside amazing. i have to yeah i have to i'm a nurse sign as i said earlier i yes. need to be out in nature and get that vitamin d so that really helps helps me just be in nature I, i'm mm-hmm. also an artist mm-hmm. and i find also that if i haven't painted in a while, I kind of just get it in my head even more. And so mm. painting helps me just, you know, helps me just, let me just express myself through paint. Yes. And then I'll fall up with a friend. So I got all these. Yeah. So that's what I do. Mostly walk in nature, do some art, Creative and photograph. Mm-hmm. So good. Okay. And last yeah. one. What out of the stories that you have listened to and shared in your book or through your podcast, is there one that really stands out that's just very memorable that you would love to share with us? Yes. And I'm I'm embarrassed because I cannot remember her full name. It's Liz. I cannot okay. remember her last name right now. 
but she um, she went to she was a lawyer she went to law school and she just because she felt like she had to she mm -hmm. was like ah make money doing this this is what right. i need to do and i just remember her sharing her story being at a dinner where all everybody was so excited to be part of this law firm and they got into this certain program and she everybody was partying and she was sitting there saying what the fuck am i doing here this is so not who i am or what mm -hmm. i want to be and so she just let it go she finally let it go and she called her dad and was like dad i'm sorry i'm gonna disappoint you i can't do this i'm out mm -hmm. and she has a dog grooming business she Come loves on. animals. She, yes, that's what she that's what she did. She left and she's loving, loving taking care of animals and like giving them baths, giving them haircuts. And so she that's what she does now. Ah, and she's so at peace. That's so amazing. And and probably, you know, that's probably the most frustrating piece for me is like figuring out this what is possible at this stage of my life. You know, and not and wishing I would have learned this just a tad bit sooner. But I think we all could say that it doesn't matter what stage we're in life. We're like, why didn't I listen to my parents? You know, when you're like when you're late twenties or whatever, and you've kind of come through that phase of your life, and you're like, dang, they were so right on so many levels. But we have to figure that out for ourselves. We have to take our own path. We have to, you know, and and sometimes we're led down a path that maybe just like that story maybe isn't quite who we are. But it's all we think we need to do or now in that moment. But um, embracing who she is and who we are, I think, is a beautiful way to end this interview and, and end this conversation. Um, because, yeah, I hope it inspires other people, no matter what stage of the game you're in, to take that leap of faith, believe in yourself a little bit more, listen to that inner voice. And we yeah. only have this one life. So, like, if you have the ability or opportunity to try something new. And even if it is just on the weekends until you can make a living from it, do it, try it. Yes. It's so cool. Yeah. Follow, follow that breadcrumb, follow that breadcrumb and um, yeah. And, and just do it and you never know where it will lead to. And if I may, uh, Kim, just yes. share one other story. Absolutely. Cause it's just popped in my head and I know my friend is going to listen to this. She's going to kill me for not talking about it, but a friend of mine I interviewed, we were we worked together and she loved to do these stitch and bitch parties. And she was like, gosh, this is really if I could just do this all the time. And I interviewed her for my book, and she was like, Larissa, I'm going to start this movement, these hands. I, I don't know how it's gonna come out. I don't know how it's gonna reveal itself. And fast forward, last year she opened up um a a, re a space like a co-working retail space in in Los Angeles, which is not cheap. No. And I'm just so proud of her because she she always had that inkling. She always knew she wanted to do this. And it just went through iterations. And then we talked about it in the book. And then I just said, Denise, look, what we talked about in you know, for your interview yeah. is have come to reality. This is just the power of, of dreaming and following your following what feels good. And talking it out loud sometimes. 
Because you can have all the vision boards you want. (laughs) But if you don't start, right? Put it out in the universe. Put some action steps behind it. Just get it moving, no matter how fast it is. And I think that's the other thing is that we sometimes beat ourselves up because we're not moving as fast as we see other people move. But you you have no idea right. all the legwork that they've done behind the scenes, but we see it, right? We're in such a visual world yeah. and a visual place that we're like, oh my gosh, like, why am I still here? Because like, <laughs> it's taking me way yeah. longer than some of these other people. But work at your own speed because wow, like just putting steps, one step in front of the next, like the the power and the ability that is open opportunities that we have just kind of blow my mind like it it really it's so so much as possible so that's such a fantastic story too thank you so much for sharing that thank Ah. you for having me yes okay well i hope people find you and i will put them all your stuff in the show notes so that they can easily find out where you are and get to know you a little bit better i'm so honored that you took the time to share your voice with me today um it's been a pleasure to get to know you better Oh, thank you so much, Kim. This has been fun. Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at me and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up, so please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much. Until next time.